Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And if you want to talk to us, 877-474-3302. So this story, Marsha, I have to say, doesn't make me particularly look like a brain surgeon either because I could have probably worked this out myself. But let me start about three weeks ago. I start getting dropping of my service. And I discover that because I have a, um, I use Verizon for my cell phone and I bought a cell phone extender because in the area that I live in, which is up in the hilly areas in California, I don't get great internet service. So this extender works great. I go from zero to one bars to five bars and it sits next to my, on my desk and it's got four blue lights. And when the four blue lights are not lit, something's wrong. I'm not getting a connection. So I pick up the phone and I call Verizon and I go, hey, you know, what's the deal here? Why, you know, why is this not working? And we go through a series of steps and he says, oh, well, you know, maybe your internet connection is down because the component is used, the extender is used through the internet. It goes, works on a GPS system and also on the internet. So I take the internet and I start checking it and I start realizing you know, I'm getting dropout, and not only am I getting dropout, you know, where the I lose my service completely, but I'm also getting extremely sporadic speeds from one megabit per second to five megabits per second, and it's up, and it's down, and it's up, and it's down. It's all over the place. So I call Earthlink, and you, of course, know where Earthlink tech support is, right? Earthlink tech support is now in India. And... You know, a lot of the people are good, but they read through a script and they come from a script and they, you know, kind of give you what's on the script. So I talked to the first guy and they always do the same thing. You know, delete your history, delete your cookies. Uh, and then they test my phone line and my Yeah, phone. I hate that. Like, I know. no, it's never not does my anything. cookies. Right. I, I mean, it never really? does anything. And I, and I, by the way, my answer to them is always, okay, yeah, I've gone ahead and done that. Yeah, because, I always lie yeah, too. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. You gotta lie to them because you gotta say that you've done that, right? right. Uh, and then they want to know, do you have a router because your router is, you know, interfering? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually done I that. lie about that too, right? Done that. No, okay. I, I actually do that. I'll, I'll reboot the router before I call anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do all that. No, they I want you... the entire system and yeah. unplug everything. Well, they want you to plug directly into the, uh, you know, into your internet connection. Yeah, I lie about that. Yeah, yeah I that's what that. I'm talking about. So I, so I get the first guy on the phone and he checks the line. Everything's fine. And then he checks with AT&T because AT&T is the service provider. They use their lines and the lines are great. So I call them back. Okay. You know, that, that's not the problem. Okay. We need to send you a new modem. Okay, great. I said, I think the modem's working fine. I really don't think the modem's the issue, but let's give it a try. Now, again, understand this is over about a three, three and, wait, three and a half week and, period. And who is your ISP? Uh, Earthlink. Who I have to say I have had for a decade or more and had great service with Earthlink and rarely have an issue with Earthlink. So I get them on, they send me out a new modem. Okay, great. Plug in the modem, same thing. Same issues, oh. getting intermittent service, getting dropout, going from one meg to five meg, back and forth and back and forth. And in the interim, I, I they follow up is very good. They called me like fifty times. So how's your service? Is it working? No, it's still not working. Then the AT and T guy comes out to my house, checks the line, says, "Hey, everything is good. 
we are working. You know, uh, it looks good. It's got to be back with Earthlink and with the way they use their equipment, which is in the AT&T Center. So I go back and forth with Earthlink and AT&T, and they test the line again. Well, long story short, this keeps going on for a three-week period of time. No way. Three Three weeks? weeks. Three weeks. I'm going back and forth with them on that. Finally, yesterday, I call back and say, look, guys, same issue, same situation. So I'm going back and forth with this, and... Finally, the guy says to me, you know what, just plug, and it doesn't occur to me because I don't use my desktop anymore. I almost never turn on my desktop. I either use a laptop or I use my iPad. So everything I'm using is wireless. I'm not directly connecting to the hardwired system. Me either. Not right. at okay. all. So the guy at Earthlink says, well, you know what, plug your laptop directly into your router, and let's see if that's the problem. So I plug my computer directly into the router. So you finally decided to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, this wasn't plugging the computer directly into the modem and directly into the wall. This was into the, actually into the router. So I said, okay, not so hard. I get a, you know, a cable, I plug it into the router and I plug it into the computer and my speed goes from 1 meg to 4.5. And, and he and he goes, "Aha! The connection uh-huh. issue is your Wi-Fi portion of the router." Not the router, not the modem, not the AT&T line. And I finally went, you know, I'm an idiot because I could have certainly thought that, you know, it just didn't occur to me. Oh, yeah, I'm only using a Wi-Fi connection. I'm not using a hardwired connection. So I call then uh, D-Link, whose router I'm using, and I explain the issue to them. They then, which I've done in the past before, they do a firmware upgrade. We upgrade. It took me, I kid you not, about two hours back and forth with D-Link on the phone. I connected. I didn't connect. I wouldn't save my password. But they were very helpful and very nice. Yeah. They, too, by by the way, in India, finally get the system up and running. So were they very helpful? I can't do an they Indian accent. No, I'm just yeah. going to do an Indian accent for you. No, don't do, do that. Do no, don't do that. They were great. I mean, I, they were they were very, you know, responsive. They stayed on the phone with me to, to, you know, to walk me through. Now, I'm a tech guy, and I'm having these issues. Can you? And I'm as I'm sitting there for, like, two to three Three hours trying to get my internet back working last night, and everything I have to do, I'm thinking to myself, somebody who just doesn't have a tech background has got to be literally pulling their hair out because they just don't know what they have to do and how to do it. So, long story short, I get the router back up and running. I now have a four to five meg, which is about as best as I can get in the area that I live in. I can, you know, I can only get DSL. We don't have cable out here, so. It finally starts to work, and I get it running. This is a three-and-a-half-week story that could have been solved by any of the 27 people, including myself, that I talked to during this period of time that just said, well, you know, is it just your wireless? So the, now, the end of the story is I'm going to be testing a new online gaming system system called OnLive. And it's this terrific system that you pay about 10 bucks a month, and you can play any video game you want. You don't get to keep it, but you get to be online and play this stuff. Plug it in, ready to get excited and go. Your Internet connection isn't fast enough. Uh, so I'm thinking, so wait a minute. Wait, before you keep going, yeah. I want you to give us, from you, what people should do when they have an internet problem and the steps they should take. Step one, two, three, four, five. Okay, I'll finish this and then we'll go th- go to the steps. So I'll tell okay, you about because you the need gaming. to do that. Yeah, and I will do that. So basically, I plug in the gaming system and now I'm offline with with Earthlink. I'm offline with D-Link. Now I'm online with the gaming system company. Why can't I connect? 
I'm given, and I do a printout of my speed test. I forward it to them. They see I'm at four and a half megabits, and you only need one to two and a half to four to really make the system work, and I'm running at four and a half. So they check their system, and it shows that I'm sending them less than a megabit of information, even though I'm getting a four megabit download. So I say, what? Oh, your modem isn't compatible with our system. What? You know what I mean? So they're now working on a method to get the modem compatible. They use a Zyxel, I think it's pronounced, modem with Earthlink, and their system doesn't like the modem. So I still haven't solved that issue, but at least I got my Internet running and going. Now, per Marsh's request, if you have no Internet connection at all, it can be multiple reasons. One, it can be your phone line. There may be an issue with your actual phone line, although, frankly, I have to tell you, that's reasonably rare. So the well, first but thing... not many people are using their phone line. Well, when I say phone line, DSL line. Uh, the well, DSL, okay. If you're using DSL, it goes through your house, and it, it, it actually is a phone line. Uh, it's assigned a phone number. And, your and DSL... I, just want, I just want you to know that I am lucky. I don't live up in the hills like right. you do. Uh, I tested, if you remember, way back in the day, one of the companies gave me DSL for free. Mm-hmm. And and you know how we feel about free. We love free. Right. We do love free. I begged them to take it out. Now, I begged who was them this? to take it out. Uh, it was through Comcast. Oh, okay. At the time. And it was so bad. I swear every time a squirrel ran across the roof <laughs> of my house, I would lose my connection. I am lucky, and I have to say, and I'm no big fanboy of Time Warner, Mm-hmm. But my internet connection just is, it may slow down, okay. Right. But it's constant. And that's all I need. You know, well, right? Yeah, I, mean, I want constant. And it works fabulous. But we do have four different networks in the house, four Wi Fi networks. Okay. And with a house your size, Mark, I might consider putting uh, extenders and second uh, networks in Except the house. Except I use it virtually in one room. I That's don't right. You never room. leave your office. I never leave my it's office with the TV. Gen. What do they call it? The guy. It's the, um, uh, oh, God, the Dan Patrick calls call it, it the man uh, hut. Not a man hut. Yeah. I, 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 it'll come to me. I'm not the uh, man cave. Right, your man cave, right. So anyway, all right, so the the first step you want to do, you can't check your lines yourself, obviously, but you can call AT&T or whoever provides it, and they will check your phone lines to make sure your connection is coming to you. But the very first thing you really want to do is you want to unplug your modem, your DSL, assuming this is DSL or your cable, unplug the modem, unplug your router if you're using one, and then wait about 30 seconds you know, I also unplug everything that's connected. I power down every Wi-Fi device that I have connected. You can do I that. Printers, I, tend, I have yeah. tons of stuff. In that I don't do that. I, you know, I don't know that. You, it's not a bad idea. I don't think it's necessary, but you could certainly do it. And I unplug. So I leave it unplugged for 30 seconds. I then, and then I also unplug the router. I then go back in and plug in the modem, and then plug back in the router. Now, often that will fix your problem. Very often, there's just some connection issues between the modem and the router and, and your DSL. That may often fix it. Now, we're going to uh, go to break in a second, so I'll carry on the next steps after that. So just remember to unplug the modem, unplug your router, and as Marsha, you can certainly do unplug anything that's plugged into your router or your modem. Because it will, doesn't hurt, you know, it doesn't hurt, hurt for them to refresh. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes you do have to refresh that. Now, you also, once you've replugged, you may have to shut down your computer 
and restart your computer because sometimes the computer needs to resync up again with the passwords and with everything. Uh, we'll carry on a little bit more and give you some more tips on how to do that because I have to tell you, this has been an unbelievably frustrating experience going through this, and I seem to go through it about every five or six years. I guess I forget what happens. <laughs> you do, yeah. yeah. It seems like that. Yeah. So we'll come back. We've we'll been talk together for a long time. Long, long time. <laughs> we'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Cohen, and we are on WS Radio. It's the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Attention eBay sellers. Are you protecting your feedback ratings? Protect yourself from bidders who abuse the feedback system with bitter warning. Find out before you accept an offer, respond to a message, or even after receiving a bid whether the bidder has a history of leaving negative feedbacks. Regain control over the selling process with bitter warning by knowing your bidder before it's too late. Negative feedbacks can hurt your eBay business on many levels. It reduces your appeal to potential customers, and it reduces revenue from eBay directly by lowering your monthly seller discount. Use bitter warning to regain the power to protect yourself from these bad apples who will intentionally try to harm or threaten your business. Bitter warning will automatically send you an email alerting you to the potential danger. Learn more at bitterwarning.com. Get a free two-week trial by using promo code WSRadio at bitterwarning.com. Bitter warning, an eBay seller's first line of defense. I have some good news for a change. With the stressful times upon us, having a regular glass of wine has proved in many studies to reduce stress. Want some more stress-relieving tips? VinVillage.com is an exciting new social organization connecting wine lovers around the country with an exclusive local and online wine lifestyle experience. Vin Village members can meet others online and in person, attend wine dinners and tastings, participate in forums, blogs, and wikis, purchase limited and exclusive wines, even create your own wine. You heard me. Create your own wine. And best yet, membership is free. So reduce some of the stress and have some fun. Join now and connect with thousands of other like-minded wine lovers. To learn more, go to VinVillage.com. That's www.VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com 
Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877-474-3302. So back to the tales of woe on the Internet connection. So if you drop your Internet connection, you then, after you've gone through the steps that I suggested, which is unplugging, replugging, shutting down your computer, if you still don't have an Internet connection, do the other obvious things, uh, which Mr. Fastbuck said to me, always look at the, uh, yes. you know, the obvious, which I, I said thanks, now he tells me. Uh, so, <laughs> so you, you just go to your, your actual connection itself that goes into the wall. You know, sometimes people clean your house and they dust and they do whatever and make sure you haven't actually knocked the cable out. In fact, that's the very first thing you should do. Check your cable connections and make sure that somehow it hasn't come loose from the wall or your um, DSL plug or something along those lines. You know, th- those are the basic obvious steps. Then, of course, you have to call your ISP. If that doesn't, if none of those things work, you're going to have to get your ISP on the phone and explain to them they we can actually run a line test from wherever they are, which is a long line test, I have to tell you, because they're in India. Uh, and at least if it's Earthlink and most other companies, they will tell you whether you're getting good signal to the line. They can also call the provider. In my case, it was AT&T, and they can check AT&T's line connection. Uh, and then you just go through the series of steps from there on. But it is a very, very frustrating process, I have to say. And for someone as techie as I am to go through this, I like I say, I just I am just shuddered to think what someone who just wants to turn on the computer and use the internet and gets no connection does. I mean, I was ready to tear my hair out. I was so much so that at, the, at some point I was just like, I, you know, I don't even want to deal with it. I'm using my 3G connection on my iPhone and iPad rather than dealing with the Wi-Fi, which is much slower, of course. Now, anyway, hopefully if you have questions about that or if you should happen to lose your Internet connection and you need our help, you can always get to us in multiple ways, as we talked about. Send us an email, uh, send us a tweet, do something, and we will help you in any way we possibly can. Well, um, you know, the thing is, I always tell you, you know, we live in a tech bubble. You know, we think everybody knows all this stuff, and, you know, right. everybody doesn't know all this stuff. No, Marsha's actually right. We, Marsha and I actually do live inside of a tech bubble. We, we, <laughs> we live right, it's this giant thing. It's hard to get out sometimes. It's a little claustrophobic, but we keep all of our stuff inside that big bubble. Uh, I, you, you were talking recently about ingredients for to have a really effective website. I think for people that are trying to get into business and use their websites effectively, very, very difficult to do. So I know you had written some what you called six key ingredients for an effective yeah, website. Yeah, I had written Tell it, me about and, it and a website called One to One Media uh, went to my publisher and they put it on their website. And thank you very much, One to One Media. But it kind of reminded me, you know, I write these things and to me it's like, okay, I wrote it, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have to bring it out every once in a while. When you've got a website and you're trying to get customers, you're trying to get people to buy from you. I mean, Mark, have you ever gone to a website and you wanted to buy something and you go to the... Do you check the contact information before you place an order? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So things that you have to have include a mailing address. If you don't include a mailing address, it looks suspicious. You know, it looks like, where is this place? You know, I want to know where my stuff is shipping from. I want to know that it's hopefully in the country. By the way, you can find this and other blogs on Marsha Collier's Musings, and you can Google that, and you can see I do a lot of posts on social media and building your website. Mm -hmm. So it looks suspicious. Um, If you run a business from home and you have security issues, you can always rent a mailbox. Yeah, that 
That yeah. works really well. Sure. But unfortunately, in the day of Google and Pipple.com and all those other websites, everybody knows where you live anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all you have to do really is buy a security system. Yeah. But be sure to put a physical location to attach to your business name. It'll mm-hmm. reassure your cus- customers that there really is a reputable business. Provide a phone number. Really? You know, people don't think about that. Right. You but bet. Yeah, I mean, people want to reach you at some time or another. They may have a question. Um, if you don't want to put a phone number in, and that really is easy. You can use Google, you know, Google Voice, which mm-hmm. I use. Right. They have a little widget you can implant in your website. People can just click and call you. They won't know your number. You know, they can just connect with you. Or if you don't want to do that and you're a very small business, well, even large businesses, live chat buttons are nice. Yeah, you know, I was just going to ask you about that because last night as I was on the uh, the gaming website, I wasn't right. online with them. I was using a live chat, and I like live chat. I think it's real easy to use. You recommend that for, for most websites? Yeah, for any website, really. I mean, what could that hurt if you have somebody who's actually at a desk? And generally, if you're running a business, you're going to have somebody at a desk. Right. Um, the chat window opens up, and if you're small... You know, you don't have to think small. There's an app called Mebo Me, which is a very small, and a lot of these apps are free. The Skype, the Google Voice, just put it on your website. It's not rocket science to add this stuff. Right. Um, Company information. If you're a family-run business, say so. I mean, I've actually bought, I don't know about you, but when I go to certain websites, if I see, you know, mom, pa, and grandma <laughs> yeah, right. are, are out there and they are, um, you know, handling the shipping or they, there's pictures of them on, on the website, or it's just a happy group of people and they're all in matching T-shirts, right. I mean, that's great. Tell people about your company. People like do, doing business with individuals like themselves, especially in this economy. Right. I mean, you know, there's a big anger pulling up for big corporations, as HP has found with the touchpad issue. Yes. So, you know, you know, people like doing business with people. Um, link to a page of frequently asked questions, as we call them, FAQs. Uh, this will save you a lot of trouble. For instance, Mark, you shop at thinkgeek.com, don't you? I have, sure. ThinkGeek, if you have a question, they have a help page, and they have questions and great answers. Include information about your return policy, whether you offer gift wrapping, um, how how long it's going to take, where the you know something's going to ship, what kind of shipping you use, sure. FedEx ground. So right. that's good. Um, testimonials from happy customers. <laughs> Nice mm-hmm. little column down the side of your page. Right. That's good. You know, it's real people. And ask people permission to use these. Um, you don't have to link to them. You don't have to use their full last name. You can use their first name. Mm-hmm. But people are reassured to know, wow, somebody's done business. Right. Take reviews on products. Lots of ways you can do that. Um, and encourage your customers to post reviews. Um and that, again, is not highly technical. Most web hosts will have a page that you can add that allows you to make a little community. And if that's too complex for you, um, you can consider linking to a non-commerce site. Obviously, you don't want to, no offense, click to Amazon, because Amazon might be selling the product cheaper than you. Right, right. <laughs> but iVillage.com, um, you've been to stevesdigicams.com. This guy does great reviews of digital cameras. Mm-hmm. You might find a website that just does reviews, 
and they can read unbiased reviews of your product. But it's critical to allow, if you put one on your website, that you allow your customers to comment. Mm -hmm. And make sure you moderate the feedback. Um, A big fail recently on sale, uh, going back to the HP touchpad, Mm -hmm. sold 10,000. I think they only had 1,000 in stock. They put up a Facebook page to deal with the customers. Um, I took screenshots of that Facebook page before they took it down. (laughs) Oh, really? And it was not pretty. The customers were very angry, and there was nobody there to monitor, to see what was going on. So when you're talking about customer service on the web, you need to respond to comments. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to do that. Yeah, now, if, if you're a business like you, <laughs> who's a professional, and, you know, you're not selling stuff off of a website. Right. Mark, you, do you have a Google profile set up? I do. Okay. And a Google profile, just go to Google Profiles, fill out the form, upload a picture. You can put links to all different kinds of things on the web. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are going to get to know who you are. It's like an online business card. So sure. There's, there's my tips. All right, cool. In fact, I have to say thank you to the, uh, well, you know, we had, uh, and you were very gracious to my daughter when she was on talking about her website and the psychotherapy, her website, which is Life Issues Psychotherapy, blatant plug. Uh, she got about 800 hits on her website just from being on the show. So for those of you who nice. are listening, uh, I don't know if she got any clients out of it, but she got a lot of people looking but at the website. But she got hits. And she got hits, hits, you know. Hits count. Hits are count, yeah. Let the hits just keep on coming. We'll be right back talking some more when we get back. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Are you a dog lover? Interested in owning your own business? Then this is for you. BarkBusters, the world's largest dog training company, is expanding. Ranked as one of the country's fastest-growing franchises by Entrepreneur Magazine, BarkBusters offers a proven system and complete training and support. The deadline is approaching, so call today. 877-500-BARK. That's 877-500-BARK. Visit BarkBusters.com for details. Be your own boss. Discover a lifestyle you'll love. Call 877-500-BARK. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. 
When it comes to purchasing your next digital camera, there is only one name you need to remember, Canon. Since 1996, Canon has sold more than 100 million compact digital cameras. Their product line covers the gambit from simple to shoot to the camera that the pros use with eye-popping results. For those priceless family shots, Canon is the name you can trust. To check out their entire line, log on to Canon.com. That's the only name you need to know, Canon.com. Improve your business today. Learn to do professional email marketing the right way with Captain Email. This is Chris Merch, president of WS Radio. For years, I've helped our WS Radio hosts, advertisers, and sponsors with their email marketing strategies. As a former Marine captain and an email marketing expert, I've created a new free club at CaptainEmail.com. Permission-based email marketing to your current customers with proven strategies to reach new prospects has positively impacted many of the businesses I've worked with. CaptainEmail.com includes resources to start and grow your email list, the top 10 email marketing tips, plus a free 60-day trial with no credit card required. From brick-and-mortar businesses to communicating with your Little League team, do email marketing the right way, professionally. How many times have you checked your email today? Log on to CaptainEmail.com, and thanks for listening to WS Radio.